This is a Looney Studios podcast. Hello and welcome to A Yard Talks. I'm Hunter Looney, the Game Master. This show is here to dive deeper into the world of A Yard, which is traversed in A Yard Tales. I'm joined today by Leah, who plays Gamori, and Noah, who plays Salvazar. Today we'll be discussing the latest episode of A Yard Tales and the genus of Papukas, which includes Mifthes, Apuminoids, and Pantheras, which Apuminoid is what Salvazar is, a cat-like person. This episode, y'all had your meeting to try to plan out what to do about those assassination contracts on Salvazar. And Mushok's heads. Yeah, it was awkward. It was awkward? Yeah, because I just don't trust anybody. <laughs> it's not Alec, necessarily. It's just like, I'm hesitant. You also didn't insight check them when they told you the answers to your questions. So they could have just been outright lying. Oh yeah, you're right. But that's why we're going to sign a contract. That makes it okay, right? I mean, I guess so. Like, yeah. How did you feel the episode went, Noah? Good. Is there anything you would have changed about the interactions you had? Not really, no. And you plan on reading The Art of War yes. <laughs> some before that the episode where this all takes place? Yep. Well, you got a lot of reading to do. That's a bit. It's also, I think, pretty thick reading. Yeah. Um, I did not know how you all would approach it. I assumed you were going to go there. But I didn't know if you were going to go stealthily like you all finally decided to do. Or try to contract a big army to go in. I... It could have been any number of the things. Yeah, I feel like we went somewhere between the two because... I mean, ten people can still be... Yeah, but like move. plus... Uh, I mean, I'm saying that's like 15 as opposed to if we just took like... Me and Salazar and... Oh, me and... So, so who in your all's crew besides... Gamore, Salazar, the familiars, and Musha? Who else are you looking in your own crew to take with you? Well, I just said, I want to ask Omi if she wants to go, but I don't know. Whether she's up for it she'll or not. she'll up for it. I also want to contact Layla, because mm. we haven't seen Layla in a long time. Layla's the talking dog that, in the very first episode of the podcast, you all talked about, because that was somebody you had interacted with before we started recording, who is, uh, it's a black dog. Like normal dog-ish size, medium-sized dog, that talks. Yeah. And does some magic. Yeah, we just randomly met her and... In that On that island that y'all got shipwrecked on. Yeah. And yeah. then I invited them along with us, and then at one point we parted ways for... When you all met with the governors, the governors already knew Layla and put... Layla in charge of their own investigation of that province. Yeah. 
And you all did not ask any questions about that. Just let it happen. Yeah. I mean, and then haven't seen her since. Layla's or a, them a, since. Layla's a top dog. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> How do you feel about that pun? It reminds me of um, Air Buddies. Mm. It reminds you of Air Buddies? Yep. Is that the that is, so? Airbud was the first one. Air Buddies is the one with the, all the little puppies. I think so. I don't remember. <laughs> you just mean like Airbud in general? Yeah. Of, uh, okay. Okay. Dog that's well. I don't think Airbud talked, but it was. I think no, it just played basketball. Pretty talented. Yeah. Who else? Who knows what else? Yeah. An- anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, do y'all think you have enough people? That you all had asked for? Who the heck knows? <laughs> Don't know. Uh, I know Salazar wanted to have like a whole army going in. Like, which could have happened, but that would have been. They would have. Uh, I, I assume, here's how I would have played it, is Alec would have then negotiated the contract to get 50% earnings for longer. Because they had put forth so much of a front-end investment. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was interesting. I, I wouldn't have thought you wanted to do a contract. I did not see that coming. Well, I'm a little surprised. And I did, you're just so distrustful of Alec. So that I did not... I, I should now, from now on, assume... That anything Alec proposes or says, you're going to try to dig deeper into. Yeah, like I said, it's it's I think just in general because I'm weary of you being the DM, like uh, I like trying to trick balls. us. So it's that, but it's also it's Alec's voice too. Like they just sound so like they're calm. up to something, and they're just but calm the confident. Whole time. Yeah, but like they're up to something. Well, so. They're just calm and confident the whole time. <laughs> Nothing rattles them. Exactly. And anything you ask, I'll just answer or not answer or answer in mm-hmm. real. Don't be shady talking about ways. Alec again, because then you're gonna keep talking like them. <laughs> it is. A, I do like talking like Alec. It is an adorable. It's hard person. to get out of. <laughs> Yeah, I am. Yes, I'm glad while we were recording, you were like, you're you're supposed to be Mooshuck right now. You're slipping into, Alec. It's just so easy to do, and it's relaxing. Is it? And now? being very calm. I don't you think wanna do a rendition my voice of? can do it, because it's not deep enough. What's your... This is what Yeah, yeah. So anything else about that episode y'all would change? I know I didn't. Y'all didn't have an encounter. I don't think we even rolled. No, we didn't. But it was weird. This had to happen. But it was, yeah, it was necessary. I still, yeah, I liked the like critical thinkingness of it about figuring out how to attack and what to do and what the best way is to do it. So I didn't necessarily like even. Real, like, it didn't feel boring at all or anything, just because we weren't rolling. I think my character a little bit got too unintelligent with the mountains. 
mm, about the just like <laughs> try. Well, I mean, Salvazar needs to overthink this, and Mushak needs to overthink this. Those you two are the ones that have. I think he's talking about when he was talking about it messing with the compass because I looked at him like, who thinks of that? <laughs> But I mean, and if there's like, too oh, much yes. no, it does. <laughs> of certain type of ores, I don't remember which one, then yes, that does happen in real life. I'm, I cannot think of what I, type I of ore it is. I believe you. I just, I wouldn't have thought of it. But, yeah. Well, yeah, if you all get turned around on the mountain and stuff like that, that's going to be heck. Mm-hmm. So the next episode is when Leah, your dad, is going to join us again for... Um, a little one-off of Yoller having a, a break from being stuck in the mansion. And then the episode following that one is where you all will um, pick back up and start heading towards using and stuff. Um, I'm kind of nervous that this is happening three weeks from now and not sooner. Because I feel like they could get attacked again. But you all are in, in the, meantime, the mansion. Well, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, if they mount enough of a thing to attack uh, royalty of a country to get to the two of them, you Desmodon would just take out all them. four of those cities. Yeah, you're right. Okay. But okay, so the episode after the one with my dad. Yeah. Is when you all will start heading that way. Now is there stuff you want to... If there's stuff you're going to want to get, you would do that in transit. Like, oh, I need to pick up more arrows. I need to go to the magic store. I need to mm-hmm. go, get, shack. go to the hove shack. Stuff like that. So that's what that one's going to be. Is you all getting prepped. It's like... In a movie where you go to like the armory to, and before you go fight the zombies or the dinosaurs and you're getting all the guns and stuff. I wonder if there's anything we could have Pock do like to help but not go there. Like obviously he's not going to go up a mountain unless someone puts him on their back like Yoda. <laughs> well he's still at your your house. I know. I'm, I'm just saying like I, I don't know. He's a really powerful wizard like... So, so far as you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> Once again, not inside checking anybody. Oh, this oh is gosh. a cute little dog, dude. Yeah, we believe everything you told the us. The thing, though, with inside checks is, like, if you don't roll great, then you still don't know if they're telling the truth. Like, it just... But also, that is why we, a house rule, is I roll your inside check. Yeah, that too. On my side of the DM screen. So... So I still don't know if you're telling the truth. So what's the yeah, point? Yeah, you do. You do have an inside check. And then I say, yes, you believe them. Or you don't believe them. You think it's actually this that they're trying to distract from. Mm-hmm. So. But if you say you believe them, couldn't that still be like a, like a medium roll? Like what Oh, if- you could roll a nat one on your inside check and they'd be lying. But your character believes them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. From, like, still trusting them or whatever it may be. It's not an end-all-be-all of, I, I 100% believe them. It's just like if you're interacting with a person in but, real life. But what do you, what like, what's your number 
that if we roll like a like a fifteen or higher, it depends on how like, high their deception is. See, it's and just, if they're it's if too they many are actively, and lame. I'm not gonna know steal if they're telling the truth or not. So that's why I don't insight check people. So, like, if I was rolling it and I could see what it was, and I knew that I rolled a d twenty, and you said, "Yeah, you believe them," then I'd be like, "Okay." But that's where the meta gaming comes in. If you all had that thing, if you rolled a nat one and I said you believe them, even if you had rolled a nat twenty and I said yeah you believe them, both of them could have the same result if they're telling the truth and you believe like, like okay let's say I I'm a character I'm telling you the truth, you because of how I'm talking or whatever say I do I believe them? Uh-huh. We roll an insight check. I was telling the truth the whole time. So if you rolled a 1, I'm going to say you kind of believe them. And if you roll a 20, I'm going to be like, you kind of believe them. Like, I'm going to give you the same answer because they were telling the truth. You wouldn't? Okay. Like, okay. If, if they're telling the truth, I would think if you rolled a 1, you would be like, no, you don't believe them. And then you would be confused because you rolled a 1. I, I will if you, as a person, Leah... Is being super, like, yeah, that exact, yeah, however you can put that into words. <laughs> then, um, then I might interject a little bit of doubt into my answer. Yeah. But it's the same if you encounter a person in real life mm-hmm. and you, for whatever reason, are like, I don't know if I believe them. And then they say something that reassures you that... I'm just telling you, that's like my opinion and how I'm going to play as a person because I would rather, like I did with Alec, like ask more questions, like sign a contract, like do things to where... Which is fine. It's going to help me know for sure and be guarded against that as opposed to just inside checking them and still not knowing if... Oh yeah. They're really telling the truth or not steal. I'm perfectly fine. fine. I'm not going to railroad you to inside check. Uh, Just... I I enjoy how you all you two play it. It's fun for me. I enjoy it. I'd rather you ask more questions. It makes me have to think ahead of you all even can further. Can I can I do something? Okay. Can I ro- can I roll in my new dice tray so you can see how it sounds? Because it's got like wood around the edges and it sounds really cool. We just moved the mics around to make it a little like more where we have more space because. Leah, you got two new dice trays. It's one of the reasons I moved them. Yeah. And also just to get them out of our all the cords and everything out of the way. Yeah, Plus yeah, it yeah. sounds better. I yeah, I enjoy it. I like it a lot better. Also, let me hear what my dice tray sounds like. Yep. So this one's the foam with the wood on the sides. Yeah. Ready? Oh, that's some some good rolls. What'd you roll? <laughs> one and a two. Oh god. <laughs> Alright, so then you have one that Don't has... Don't judge it for it's, that roll. It's like a, a felt bottom. Yeah. And so how does that one sound? And then it has like more like padded sides. Oh, that was an 18? 17? Okay. All right. That one's doing better so far. Yeah, today. Right. But maybe it was the dice and not the dice trays. Dice are and, not, and not to leave Noah out. Noah... Has a nice dice tray over there. Mm-hmm. All right. Just getting them out first. All right, all right, all right. Okay, give us give us two rolls. See what you make. Sixteen. That's um, pretty good. 
15. Nice, nice. All right. So the felt bottom ones, because his also is a felt bottom, um, y'all roll better in. True. We need to play right now because we're rolling pretty good. No, no, you've already used them Those all. Those last up. four anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's talk about the genus of papukas, which includes small cat-like humanoids, medium, oh, well, human-sized cat, cat humanoids. Mm-hmm. And then the big cats, like the snow leopards and cheetahs and stuff like that, uh, humanoid type animals, uh, people, jeez. Um, we're going to go in the order of size from smallest to largest. So the smallest ones are called the MIFTIs, which is M-I-V-T-I-S, and they are uh, average two foot eight. They're bipedal. Um and they're very agile. They're kind of like how the corgi, like around that height. Um, their average lifespan is 50 years old. Their max lifespan is 75 years old. Um, they have various colors like most cats and stuff like that. So like regular house cat colorations, you could see any type of those in this. Not blue ones? I mean... Purple? I... <laughs> I'm not ruling it out. You all in the, on the continent you're currently on haven't seen any individuals with those type okay. of fur colorations. Right. Uh, but yeah, just like with hair colors and stuff like that, there's there can be all different types of. Also, I was thinking colors. like if I so, have natural like blue in my hair, yep. then exactly maybe animals could have it too. Animals? She's just called Salazar an animal. Okay, beings. Peoples. Peoples. Right. Sentient species. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they have sharp claws, great balance, um, and uh, some species, some, some individuals in this species are believed to have nine lives where they regenerate like a Doctor Who or something. Yep. And that's the question. Whether that's true or not, or a myth, mm-hmm. who knows? And that's the same for the other two we're going to talk about. The Pumanoids and the Pantheras. It's the same. Like, mm-hmm. Salvazar and you have, and, and Gamora have never seen that happen. But it could. Or it couldn't. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Alright, so Pumanoids is what Salvazar is. Um, their average height is 5'2", so you're a little bit above average height. And... Average lifespan is 50 years old. Max life is 76 years old. Same deal. House cat colorations are the normal, like the most normal things. And then there's some individuals that could have exotic hair colors and whatnot. So then Pantheras, which is what Fang Denev is, are 610 bipedal cat people. Um, they resemble usually the big cat species on earth and are generally like pretty beasts and strong. So like white tigers, tigers, uh, lions, cheetahs, stuff like that. Jaguars. Yeah. So like they're super, they're big, they're big, they're strong. They're not as agile as Salazar species or the Mifties. 
Um, but they're not that size of them is pretty normal, but they don't have to resemble like a big cat from Earth. They could have other colorations. All right, any questions about the cat peoples of the world? No. No. And if you would have asked if they for sure have nine lives, I wouldn't have told you. Well, yeah, I know that. That's why I didn't know. <laughs> All right, so that brings us to the end of this episode of Air Talk. Okay, let's take care of some housekeeping. Our adventures encounter magical items, and I want to invite everyone to visit patreon.com slash Studios. The link is in the description. And on the front page, there's a link to a Google form where anyone can submit an idea for a magical item. Anyone can do this. You don't have to be a patron. You can do this anonymously or put your name or username to receive credit if we use it. And please add to the list. We love seeing those new magical items that people make up. While you're there, you can also check out the Looney Studios Patreon. And if you become a patron, you gain access to the podcast early, among other perks. And speaking of Patreon, I would like to thank our patrons. Uh, you help support Looney Studios and Aired Tales. And Looney Studios can be found at looneystudios.com and at the social media platforms listed in the description. Please give a review on your favorite podcasting site, like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube, and submit magical items to our Patreon. The Looney family hopes that you have a wonderful day. Studios Podcast.